0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to and let's be heard for Thursday, August 11th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay. Well, what we need to talk about tonight. Um, by the way, we can talk about anything you want to talk about. If you want to, you know, call in and talk about any issue whatsoever, the phone lines are open and, uh, anything goes, anything goes, anything. Let's talk about anything Thursday. Anything Thursday. So whatever you'd like to talk about is just fine with me. But, but I guess there are a couple of pressing issues. One is the, you know, Mary announcement and another is the CDC. The CDC changing their guidelines. The CDC changing their guidelines. Now I want you to understand something. They're changing their guidelines. When the cases have not come down to many places, when basically everything's the same that it's been for a while. I mean, it's been cyclical, right? Cases come and go, depends on what part of the country you're in, depends on the weather, depends on a lot of factors that we just can't control. But these are all factors that the CDC thought they could control. You see, they thought they could control this virus. That's what they thought. That's what these people with huge egos thought from day one that they would control this. Remember, 15 days to flatten the curve. They said, 15 days to flatten the curve, because their egos told them in two weeks they would flatten the curve. And when that didn't happen, they blamed us, They being wrong. They didn't blame anyone but the people. And that's been the problem with this whole COVID thing for the last nearly three years, is that instead of blaming, instead of blaming the policies, they blamed the people. Instead of blaming the politicians like Biden and the governors like Newsom and doctors like Fauci and Osterholm and Hotech, they blamed the people. They said, well, uh. of people being vaccinated wasn't enough. It needs to be 85. No, 85 is not enough. It needs to be 90. No, 90 is not enough. It needs to be 100. No, 98% of people wearing masks isn't enough. It needs to be 99% of people. No, 99% of people wearing masks isn't enough, and so on and so forth. They kept on moving the goalposts. They kept on... I've talked about this a million times before. There are a million and one videos I have of Fauci saying that this percentage, let's say 60, 65% vaccinated will end COVID. We have Biden saying, we're a mask for the first 100 days of my presidency. That will end COVID. We have Biden saying, if you get these vaccines, you won't get COVID. We have Fauci saying that if masks do nothing when it comes to a respiratory virus, then we have Fauci saying masks are everything when it comes to respiratory virus. We have Robert Redfield saying that the masks are more important than vaccines. We have them saying a million and one things that contradicted each other, That ended up being totally false, totally wrong, all lies. And those of us who have been saying these things, those of us that have been saying the things the CDC simply said today, things the CDC said today, we were canceled, we were muted, we were censored on Facebook, on TikTok, on Twitter. We were canceled. We were suspended. We had seven-day suspensions. We had 30-day suspensions. We were put into Facebook jail for a week or 30 days, depending on what quote-unquote number of violation it was for us. And so the CDC now, now in August of 2022, has relaxed. They use the word relax. We've relaxed our our recommendations after two and a half years after two and a half years they're saying well let, let me read from the new york times their biggest fan new york times been the biggest fan of lockdowns and covid mandates and measures and cdc and rochelle walensky since day one here Here, this is a headline. CDC eases COVID guidelines, noting viruses here to stay. Now, right there, those of us who said this virus is going to be with us forever were banned two years ago. We were banned as passing false information. Just in the headline there, where the CDC now says in August of 2022, two and a half years into this, that the virus is here to stay. Those of us who said that Two years ago, were banned from social media as the reason given was spreading false information about COVID-19. Okay, so the new guidelines eliminate quarantines and put less emphasis on social distancing, routine surveillance testing, and contact tracing. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention loosened COVID-19 guidelines, freeing schools and businesses from the onus of requiring unvaccinated people exposed to the virus to quarantine at home. By the way, there are places like Texas and Florida, like, you know, states of like, what, 20, 35 million people. So Texas and Florida combined are about, what, 50, 60, 55, 60 million people. They haven't been doing any of this stuff for over a year, maybe a year and a half now. And they've been fine. They've been fine. They've done no worse, in fact, better than many states that have been doing this stuff all along. OK, and their economy is 20 times better. The changes are a sharp move away from measures such as social distancing requirements and quarantining, which had polarized much of the country and effectively acknowledged the way many Americans have been navigating the pandemic for some time. The agency's action comes as children across the country turn to school and many offices have reopened. We know that COVID-19 is here to stay, said Greta Massetti, a CDC epidemiologist at a news conference. Hi Leslie. Once again, we know that COVID-19 is here to stay. Now, those of us who said that two years ago, that we just have to live with this, when we said those words, that we just have to live with this and therefore not do the things that the CDC has said today we don't have to do anymore, when we said that two years ago, we were banned as false information. COVID lies. Information about COVID, okay? That's what they said about us two years ago. The things the CDC has just said today. High population immunity due to vaccination and previous infection and the many tools that we have available to protect people from severe illness and death have put us in a different place. Now, of course, that's a total lie. Because they're saying to stop these things that supposedly worked when cases are very high in many places. And and, and, the, and we know they'll come back when the flu season comes back, right, in the fall and winter, depending on where you are. Some cases are as high as they've ever been. Some are lower. Some are about the same. And they go up and down all the time. So it hasn't been—it hasn't been these tools that have put us in a different place. It's that the virus and nature are now in a different place? Because this virus has the virus has mutated a million times over the last two and a half years. How many variations have we had? Okay. So nature has done this, not their quote-unquote mitigation methods. Because if you look at places that have not done this for the last year and a half, they have been better than many places that have. So their mitigation efforts. The idea of pushing that is total bullshit. There's no science. There's no evidence. In fact, The science and the evidence and the facts go against this. Because there are states, there are cities, there are countries that haven't been doing all these things the CDC said we need to do until today. And their numbers have been lower than in many places that have been doing these things that the CDC said we need to do until today. So that's total horseshit. The CDC's new guidelines come after more than two years. Of a pandemic in which more than one million, yeah, this is all bullshit. That's bullshit. One million, one million Americans have not died of COVID, and the New York Times knows that more than a million Americans haven't died of COVID, and yet they continue to lie. You see, this is pushing false information. But Twitter won't ban this Times article. Twitter won't suspend the New York Times for 30 days. With the highly contagious BA-5, it's all bullshit, okay. Many Americans dispense with practices such as so But many Americans dispense with practices such as social distancing, quarantine, and mask wearing long ago. So why... Then wait a minute. If they got... If many Americans stopped doing these mitigation methods long ago why are we in a time now when we can stop doing them i thought the cdc and the times are saying that those same mitigation methods were leading to us not having to do it anymore meanwhile the times just contradicted themselves and the cdc by saying millions of americans haven't been doing this for a year and a half now and yet we are still in the place where we don't have to do them anymore right i take. it. They contradict themselves within an article, within two paragraphs of the same article. They contradict themselves. And they just continue to go along and write as though they're not contradicting themselves. This is called the cognitive dissonance of COVID. I think they are attempting to meet up with the reality that everyone in the public is pretty much done with this pandemic, said Michael Osterholm, an infectious disease, quote-unquote, expert at the University of Michigan. Referring to the CDC, the agency has been working for months on the new guidelines. <laughs> They've been working on them on months for the new guidelines. Wait a minute. How could they have been working on it for months? How did they know where we were going to be? I don't understand. So they started working on this months ago, what, knowing, having, what, being clairvoyant about where we'd be three months from? I mean, this is such nonsense. They've been working on these. They've been working on guidelines for months that people have been doing, that 99% of the country's been doing for the last year, year and a half. <laughs> Incredible. This is why I don't read the Times. It gets my blood pressure up. The agency working for many Americans. This is like the Times is like state media. It's like DNC. It's, it's basically DNC-run media. That's what it is. It's almost like the DNC is holding a gun to the heads of the writers, the journalists of the Times, making them write what they want. The old image, you know, of of communist Russia, right, of the USSR, where the you know the, the government will be holding a gun to the to the uh, news anchors' heads. This is the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Amazing. The, many, the CDC said it's making changes now. Wait, let's let's see this. This is a good one. Making changes now because vaccination and prior infections have granted many Amer- Wait a minute. Vaccination, of course, we know is bullshit. Vaccination has not granted American, many Americans some degree of protection. Wait a minute. Some degree of protection? I thought the vaccines would end COVID. Didn't Biden say 13 months ago that these, you get the vaccines, you're not going to get COVID? Didn't Biden say that 13 months ago? If you get these vaccines, you're not going to get COVID. Now they're saying the vaccinations have have uh, granted some degree of protection, some degree. You're asked some degree. The CDC says making these change. Pri- wait, prior infections have granted. Now, saying prior infections, the CDC is now saying that prior infections have granted many Americans some degree of protection. Now, if you said that, so what's that that called? What is that called? Prior Natural immunity, herd immunity. Now, those of us who said that two years ago were totally banned, totally censored, totally canceled from social media. Our accounts were deleted. We could not get, look at Alex Berenson, what he had to go through when he talked about masks being shit. When he talked about vaccines being shit, when he talked about natural immunity and prior infections mattering and that the CDC should take that into effect. He was canceled. He was suspended. He was eliminated from Twitter. He had to go to court. He had to go to court to get his account back. Now the CDC is saying Alex Bernstein was right, and the rest of us. And also the idea of of boosters reducing the risk of serious illness is also not proven. like they've said, like they've done for the last two and a half years, they just say things. They don't prove things. You notice there've been no numbers put out at all about who's who is hospitalized that's vaccinated, who's hospitalized that's not vaccinated. There've there been no statistics put out. They just say it. You're supposed to just believe what they say. When in the year 2022, we could easily put together these statistics in 10 fucking seconds with computers, but they don't give the numbers because the numbers wouldn't show what they wanted it to show. It, would, it wouldn't prove their false narrative. The boosters, like the vaccines, have done shit. The cha- in fact, we know that more people are getting sick and COVID who have had the boosters because they always thank the boosters, don't they? For giving them COVID 30 times. The changes shift most of the responsibility for, listen to this now. This is this is this is the best right here. The changes shift much of the responsibility for risk reduction from institutions to individuals. So in other words, individual responsibility. Those of us who called on adults being adults and having individual responsibility 2 years ago were banned, censored, destroyed and eliminated from social media. Okay? Another thing we were we were censored and canceled for saying Now the CDC is saying it. The CDC no longer recommends that people stay six feet away. Wait a minute. minute. So two and a half years in, the CDC is now saying, by the way, this is the same organization that went from six feet to three feet. Now what happened to three feet? Three feet like went away. Now they're back to saying we're now ending six feet today. I thought six feet was ended like a year ago. This is how full of shit these people are. So it went from six feet to three feet, then back to six feet, now zero feet. Now, those of us who said the six feet thing was bullshit, that social social distancing was nonsense two years ago, were eliminated, banned, destroyed, censored from social media. But now the CDC is saying the six feet thing doesn't really matter anymore. If the virus is still with us, why doesn't the six feet thing matter anymore? I mean, even if the virus is with us 80 percent or 70 percent or 60 percent of where it was two years ago, why, why doesn't the six feet matter anymore? These people are jokes. It's a joke. The whole thing is a joke. And I'll get to what needs to happen. Well, you see it in the heading. It's not a surprise of this show. What needs to happen when the next Republican president, Republican, of course, president, takes over? What needs to happen to the CDC? Okay, so the six feet thing is gone. Instead, it notes that avoiding crowded areas and maintaining a distance from others are strategies that people may want to consider. Just consider it. Consider Staying six feet apart, and the recommendation prevention strategies no longer draw distinction between people who are up to date on their vaccinations and those who are not. Streamlining a complicated set of rules, that they so they want to streamline this. Comp- now, those of us who said this was a complicated, ridiculous set of rules two years ago were eliminated, destroyed, cancelled, and banned from social media. Are you getting the drift here? Are you getting the drift here? Now, a big reason why there should be no distinction, is because the vaccines don't prevent the spread. Those of us who said that a year ago were banned, eliminated, destroyed, canceled from social media. <laughs> this, is, this is absurd. This is absolutely a, Now, the Times, who wrote this? What moron of the Times wrote this? Was this one of those? Uh, oh, no. Emily Athnes. No, Emily Anthes. A-N-T-H-E-S writes this article as though she is just learning this stuff from the first time. None of us have ever said this before the CDC said this today. She's writing this article as though this is all new information that hasn't permeated her brain until mid-August of 2022. This is the kind of dreck that passes for journalists now. The kind of dreck. Not once in this article does Emily Anthus say Well, 35 million people have been saying this since June of 2020, many of them on social media, and many of those people were canceled, destroyed, eliminated, and done away with. Emily doesn't write that in her article, even though that's fact. She doesn't write that. She writes this as though she is learning all of this for the first time today, that no one has ever said this until the CDC said it today. August 11, 2022. I can't read the Times anymore. My blood pressure is going up as I read this. Look at this. There's more. But wait, there's more. Like a late night infomercial. Here, here. It gets better. It gets better. People who are exposed to the virus no longer must quarantine at home, regardless of their vaccination status. You know why? Because the vaccines don't stop the spread. That's why. And those of us who said that a year ago were, you get the idea. I don't have to say it again, do I? Although they should wear a mask for 10 days. (laughs) They They make this, they pull this, Rochelle Walensky and her friends pull this out of their ass. They pull it out of their ass. They say, okay, we're getting rid of all this stuff that we should have never had. Um, that people were saying for two years was all bullshit, so, but we have to make up something else. So now the new thing is they should wear a mask for 10 days and get tested for the virus on day five. Now, of course, six months from now, they'll write, none of that ever really should have happened, and we're getting rid of that as well. But don't say that on social media. Don't say on social media that people shouldn't wear a mask for 10 days, because right now you'll be banned, canceled, destroyed as passing fake COVID information. Because the great Rochelle Walensky hasn't said you can say it yet. But six months from now, she'll say you can say it then. This is absolutely absurd. I'm not even going to write. I'm not even reading. read it. You get the drift. You get the drift. Let me tell you what the next Republican president must do. The next Republican president must eliminate the CDC. Must absolutely destroy the CDC. Defund the CDC. Fund the police. Defund the CDC. That's the key to prosperity in this country. Fund the police, crack down on crime, put criminals in jail, and get rid of this money-guzzling waste of an organization called the Center for Disease Control. They don't control anything. As we would say in Brooklyn, they don't control guts. What have they controlled? What disease do they controlled? What, What disease has the Center for Disease Control controlled? It's 20, have they controlled cancer? Have they found the cure for you? Have we made any progress on many cancers of the last fucking half century? No. All the money put into these things, people still dying of the same cancers they died of 60 years ago. Many cancers not even living a day longer than they did 60 years ago. They've done shit for cancer, okay? They've done nothing for the simplest things. Blood pressure, kidney disease, they're shit. They are worthless, What disease have they controlled? Do they control COVID? No, no, they're saying we must live with COVID. So they haven't controlled COVID. Have they controlled monkeypox? No. It looks like they might not even have controlled polio. They don't control anything. What they do is they control you. They should be called the Center for Human Control. They control you. That's what they've done over the last two years. They haven't controlled disease. They controlled us. They controlled our movements. They made us do things for two and a half years that they're saying now are pointless. Not pointless because the disease is gone. The disease is still here. They have not controlled the disease that they were supposed to supposedly control. They're pointless because they have not worked. But instead of saying they haven't worked, they lie they pivot they move the gold posts which is what they've done for the last two and a half years they are a waste of money they're a waste of taxpayer dollar what have we paid them to do we have we're supposed to be paying them to control diseases they haven't done that. We've been paying them to control us, to control our movements, to control our freedoms. That's all they've can to control, what we say on social media. That's what they've done. They are a waste of money. They are useless bureaucracy. And the next Republican president, because Democrats have no balls, the next Republican president needs to defund the CDC. Do away with it. Any other options after that? I don't know. I'm open to them. But the CDC, as we know it today, needs to be defunded, dismantled, and done away with. They do nothing to control disease and everything to control our lives. And I haven't even gotten into – there are doctors on Twitter like Jay Bhattacharya, who I really respect, who have been right on everything who said, oh, three cheers to Rochelle Rolensky, for, for, three cheers to the CDC for, for now doing this. To cheer what? How many lives have they ruined over the last two and a half years? How many lives have they ruined over the last two and a half years with these ridiculous, nonsensical, inhumane, authoritarian regulations? No, not three cheers. Not three cheers. How about three years in jail, at least? That I'll cheer that. I'll cheer them doing their time for the damage they've done to us, to humankind, to society for the last two and a half fucking years. So no, not three cheers, Dr. Bhattacharya. Not three cheers. This is not, this is way, way too little, way, way too little. You know, this is like cheering a baseball team for scoring two runs in the ninth inning when they're down 21 nothing. Cheer them for not getting shut out. No, no, you don't cheer. You're a loser. They're big losers. Rochelle Walensky and the CDC are a bunch of losers. And they must be defunded. They must lose their jobs. They must go away. And they must never be allowed to do this again. Never be allowed to do this again. We all knew this was coming. We all knew this was coming. And for those of us for those like people like Jay Barachari saying, well, they're admitting they were wrong, they're not admitting they're wrong. They never said we were wrong. Because they know they can't say that. They can't admit to what we all know because then people get their pitchforks out and say, What the fuck did you do to us for the last two and a half years? But that's what people should be doing. They should be getting the pitchforks out. Because they have fucked us royally for the last two and a half years. And today they admitted that. Today, they admitted it with these new quote-unquote guidelines. It's real simple. They call themselves the Center for Disease Control. They don't control any diseases. They make it worse. They make it worse than it would have been if they didn't put their grubby hands on it to begin with. And just let it play itself out. Let it take its course. And they do this with everything, right? They do it a lot of things. So I think we just need to defund them, get rid of them. That's it for them. And I would hope that Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump would do that. After what the CDC has done to us. Since March of 2020. And go back to AIDS. Did, did they control AIDS? Did they, did they control AIDS? Did Fauci control AIDS? No, they made it worse. AZT killed people. They don't control anything. It's disgusting. The whole thing is just disgusting. And now they come out with this, and these people write these articles as though oh this is all this is all new. Oh, no, no one's been saying this for two and a half years. No people have been saying this for two and a half years. Well, no, because if you said it on Twitter, they would delete, delete it, eliminate your account, and cancel you, like they did to Alex Berenson, who once again went to court and won. He went to court, and he won, because what Twitter is doing is unconstitutional. They continue to do it, because they know most people aren't going to sue, like Alex Berenson did. No People don't have the resources, the money to sue, like Alec, Alex Berenson did. So they're still doing it. They're still doing these commie tactics of censorship and deletion. They're still doing these commie tactics every day. They're doing it to thousands of people every day. I have it done to me every few months. It happens to me. Incredible. Just incredible. <sighs> Astonishing, isn't it? So, Mira Garland. Someone else who should be uh, cancelled. Be defunded. <laughs> Defund the Department of Justice. So Merrick Garland came out and, and gave his, he didn't give his reasons, they were the, 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 not giving the reasons for the search warrant, just said he signed off on it. No kidding. I mean, there were some rumors he didn't know about it. Give me a fucking break. All right? All right? The Attorney General of the country is not going to know about a raid of the House of the President Unites, the former President United. They come, on, of course, and of course, as we found out, he signed off on it. Which, of course, he did. They would never have done it if he didn't sign off on it. You remember that Trump said this. He said that Garland and, of of course, Bush knew it also. There's no way the current president of the United States would not know about a raid, that Merrick Garland wouldn't tell him about a raid that's happening on on Donald Trump. Of course he did. And Donald Trump said this. He knew they were lying and they were lying. But Merrick Long came out and said, yes, I signed off on it. and I want to defend the honor of the Department of Justice. I need to defend the honor of my office and the FBI. Yes, the FBI is beyond the reproach. All garbage nonsense, as we know. The FBI have had people killed. So we know it's all garbage. But he had to come out and say that. And then he takes they, they take no questions. And you have these nutty libs who live in alternate universe saying, look how strong he is. Oh, he's coming out and taking responsibility. No, he's not. He doesn't have any balls to take. Take questions. Give specifics. That's real courage. Give specifics. Tell us why you've done this. You, we are owed the explanation of why you've done this to a former president, whether we like him or not. And I'm not going to go through my relationship with Donald Trump for the 89,000th time. It doesn't matter. It's a former president of the United States who may run again. We We are owed the explanation of why this happened, and he should have taken questions. If you're going to come out and give a statement, run away, you ain't courageous. But then again, I think Democrats now want to redefine the word courage. This is courage. It takes real courage to come out and read a prepared statement for two and a half minutes and run away. Incredible. The the incredible courage of the attorney general of the United States to do that. Oh, goodness. I've never seen such courage. Hey, I want this guy in the foxhole next to me. Here's your gun. I'm getting the fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. First of all, we know this guy's feckless up until earlier today Democrats have even said he's feckless okay the guy's never had any courage he's never showed any courage whatsoever even when the Republicans did to him which I believe was wrong with not allowing his nomination go through although now I'm happy that he's not a Supreme Court justice God forbid this guy was anywhere near the Supreme Court but even though at the time and now I believe it was wrong did he ever show any real courage well of course Obama showed no courage. But did he ever show any real courage and stand up for himself or call a press conference or do anything? I mean, I would be saying I'm robbed for I was robbed for a year. These people are, are, these people are breaking the law. This is not the They're break. This is the constitution. The president has. He never once came out and said anything. Back then I was thinking, boy, this guy is showing no courage. This guy's being robbed of an opportunity for a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court, what kind of a person, what kind of a man, what kind of a man doesn't defend himself when that's taken from them? So I knew the guy was feckless from day one. And he's been feckless as attorney general. And now he pulls this stunt. He does the absolute minimum. Says he came out, signed off on it. The FBI is great. Never done anything wrong. Perfect people, perfect organization. Now I'm going to leave. (laughs) It's absurd. This is not courage. This is the opposite of courage. This is cowardice. But like I said, like we said in yesterday's show, Democrats want to redefine every word they can. Redefine man. Redefine woman. Redefine raid. Redefine inflation. Redefine recession. And now redefine courage. It's all in their world. Their narrative. Democrats should come up with their own dictionary. In fact, isn't that a great idea? The Democrats should come up with a Democrat Dictionary and they could put out their own de- DD, the Democrat Dictionary, with the definition of all of the words as they want them to mean. What they want them to mean, what the Democratic Party wants them to mean to fit their narrative. At least they'd be being honest about it because this is what this is. This is a Democrat Dictionary. In fact, when any of us refer to these words now and the way Democrats use them, we should call it the, from the Democrat Dictionary. This is what Democrats define as courage. This is what the Democrats define as courage. Reading from a, a prepared statement, two days too late, by the way, and then running away with the tail between your legs when people want like real answers. I mean, this is what Biden's done, right? He t- t- hardly any you've seen the the list of the press conferences up until this point in the presidency that Clinton did, that Obama did, that Trump did, and that, you know, and it's like the numbers are insane, right? It's like Clinton 310, Obama 280, Trump 172, Biden 3. I mean, it's, it's really that kind of a thing. It doesn't the exact numbers, but that's kind of the way it is when it comes to like press conferences and doing like an hour long press. We know how many Trump did. We did so many of those. We stood there for two hours and took questions. And of course, because when you do that, you open yourself up to ridicule, right? Because you're, you're talking a lot, you're giving a lot of answers. So, of course, he was ridiculed by the left media. He'd give answers they didn't like. They made fun of him. And they would point it out and they wouldn't let it go. But that's what you open yourself up when You have actual courage to take questions and not just read a prepared statement and go live in your basement for the next year. As we know, Joe Biden did during his whole campaign to become president. While Trump was out there taking the heat and taking the questions. This is just fact and reality. This doesn't matter. I, I, it doesn't matter if you don't have to like Biden or dislike Biden or like Trump. This is the facts. These are the facts. He doesn't do any press conferences, Biden. Why? Well, it's obvious why. It's obvious why. He doesn't have the cognitive ability to, to do it. He doesn't have the cognitive ability to even stand there for an hour and to spin and take questions and, 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 and be able to do what his press secretaries do. He can't do it. He can't even lie for an hour and a half. He doesn't have the ability to stand on his feet and do that because of cognitive issues. Forget about telling the truth. We know he'd never tell the truth. But he doesn't even have the ability to do this. He'd go through the motions of it. These are facts, whether Democrats like them or not. Maybe they can redefine press conference. but well, they Actually, they have, haven't they? I think they have tried to redefine press conference. That what, when, when Biden makes a speech, they call it a press conference. Or he takes one question, they call it a press conference. It's not a press conference. You and I know what a press conference is because we saw Trump do it hundreds of times. We saw Obama do it hundreds of times and Clinton do it hundreds of times. And Biden hasn't even done it five times. It's a, this is embarrassing. We we have an embarrassing president. He can't put his coat on. He can't remember people's names. It's so, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. I don't know technically what his problem is with his brain. I haven't done a CAT scan of him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Alzheimer's. I don't know if it's dementia. I don't know if it's just natural senility you get. Many people get when they're 80. Many people don't like Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, but some people do. So I don't know what the exact issue is, but he has an issue. He has an issue, which is why they have to hide him. Anyway, this all came back to the idea of, of like courage and responsibility. And Merrick Garland has taken no real responsibility. What did you? Do? Why did you do it? So when someone doesn't want to give the reasons for doing something as big as this. By the way, I can't imagine this happening like any other time period in, in existence. Like let's say the 60s or 70s or 80s. I can't imagine this being done to a former president and everyone not wanting to know that instant why it happened. We live in a a, a, a weird space now. We really do. Well, this could go on for days and days and days, and we don't have all of the media, like 100%. Well, I just proved what crap journalism is reading from that New York Times article about the CDC, but every single journalist should want to know Every single journalist should have the, at least the curiosity of wanting to know why this was done. Let alone the responsibility to report it to the public, to do their civic duty, that that's what they're supposed to do. Not give their opinions, not push a narrative, not get a certain amount of votes for a president or a congressperson or a senator, which is what these journalists do these days. They should be want to. we should be demanding to know exactly why. So when that doesn't happen, we rightfully can only make things up or have what? Conjecture, right? Or just uh, guess work. Get a little hint here, a little hint there, a little piece of evidence here, a little bit and try to put together why this was done. And it really seems until Merrick Garland tells us differently that it was done because there were some papers that the National Archive Museum wanted that Trump had, which of course if that's the case, is insane. Every president has done this. Obama had tons of these documents, and when he left office, he said he was going to put them on some kind of a fucking disc, and five years later, he's never done it, and they haven't bugged him for it. So evidently, this is a thing where former presidents take things, whether it could be as a keepsake or whatever it may be, and the National Archive often negotiates with them to get these things, and they come to an agreement. But the prison's house is never raided to get these stupid fucking documents for a museum. And from what I understand, because once again, until Merrick Garland tells us differently, from what I understand, is that the Trump administration and Trump were dealing with these people at this museum. They were going to give them everything, they were negotiating, They were in, they were in the process of transferring things. And as they're in the process of doing this, the Department of Justice does this raid. So until Merrick Garland tells us differently, it sounds like horseshit to me. What it sounds like is, once again, as I said last week when this first happened, or Earl, whenever this hell was, early this week when this first happened, is that They could not. It's like the Al Capone thing where they could not get him on any of the major things that they wanted to get him on, no matter how hard they tried. So they're trying to get him on the the smallest thing possible, not to put him in jail, to prevent him from running again. To prevent him from running again. That is the main penalty. They don't care if Donald Trump doesn't go to jail. They not. Him not being able to run again would be the huge success for the Democrat Party, for Joe Biden, for Merrick Garland and company, for many at the Department of Justice and the FBI. That's what they want. So unless Merrick Garland tells us differently, my assumption is, even though there were negotiations, at some point someone said, you know what? Technically, we can probably get him on this. Why why continue to negotiate? Let's just go in. You see what I mean? That's the thing. Making it purely political. We want to do this because we don't want to. We didn't do this to Obama. We didn't do this to Clinton. We didn't do this to W. Because we didn't care about them running for office again. They were never a threat to us. So if they wanted to keep the papers, they keep them. If we get them in 20 years, we get them in 20 years when they're gone and dead and buried. Who cares? We don't care. But with him, they said, well, you know what? Technically... We can probably get him on this. Technically, we can probably do this, and he will not be able to run in 2024. I've been talking for 40 minutes, and I'm sure my blood pressure is going to go off. Go, you know, north of where it is now. Ah, uh-huh. you see what I did there, North? My blood pressure is going to go north. Talking to you, even though I'm glad you're calling. What's up, North? Hi, man. <laughs> you there? Go ahead. You're on.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. If you can hear me or not,
0: I can hear you fine, loud and clear, and coming in fine.
1: Uh, so, it's been released that the one of the reasons that the raid took place is because they were looking for a classified documents related to nuclear. Um, armaments yeah. that Trump took home uh-huh. classified documents. Okay. Which is illegal.
0: Yeah. D- d- that. And wait a minute. And we know that Clinton never took any kind of documents like that back or Obama never took any mm-hmm. kind
1: of documents like that. Or yes, adopted. we do know that.
0: How do we know that? How? Because it's illegal.
1: And if no. he, they had done it,
0: you know what? They... It's, it's you know it's it's also it's a lot of you know it's also legal in a lot of places to smoke weed and people still do it.
1: What are you talking about, man? You can't steal nuclear secrets. North.
0: Once again, it's, it's been released by who? By the way, who told us this? Merrick Garland. Said Merrick this? Garland and the FBI. And you know what? If wait, wait, Trump wait, wait, had did, wanted to, where did Merrick Garland say this in this press conference he gave? It two and a half minutes. He never said it. Why? Wait a minute. First of all, I'm not I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying why in that two and a half minutes when the whole world was watching, did he not tell us this huge piece of information?
1: Uh, Maybe he didn't say it in what you were watching, but this is the information that has been released by the FBI.
0: It's the only thing he did was that press conference thing I was watching. He didn't do 20 press conferences. He did the one thing where he said, I signed off on this. He didn't give the details. He said, I, my Department of Justice is beyond reproach. He said, the FBI is beyond reproach. And I'm leaving now. That's what he said. Anyway, so let me ask you a question. So this, what is this supposedly? What, a nuclear what? Give, give the details. Because Merrick hasn't given details, and I can't find any details. I can't. The New York Times hasn't written any. No, Washington Post. I, I mean, you would think they love to write an article about this. I can't find anything. So can you give me the details that you know about?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Here, I'll, I'll post it for you. Got a Very technical. He's posting it. Okay, here it is. All right. Hold on. You, YouTube. YouTube, you give me. Okay, he gives me a YouTube link. Um, so, but is there... Do we have any reasoning... If this is true, do you have any reasoning why Trump would want this document at home? I don't know. I
1: guess Trump could tell you, right? He was given the warrant two days ago. If he had a problem with them raiding his house, he could have told everybody what the warrant contained himself. But, but no, um, but
0: no, what Trump, said, Trump said it was the documents of the National Museum, the archive of the National Museum, National Archive Museum, and they were negotiating. Mm. They were talking to the – just like presidents do. And presidents – like I said, Obama – said he was going to put things on a disc, and five years later, he still hasn't done this stuff, so he still hasn't given it to the National Museum, but they haven't raided his apartment in Chicago. They didn't, they didn't raid his home, any of his homes. But what I'm saying is, Trump said, yes, it was documents that had to do with the National Archive. There were negotiations, as they negotiate with every president after they leave office. Everything was going swimmingly fine. They had great personal relationships, and all of a sudden, there's a raid. So what you're telling me is that Trump, they asked Trump for this one document, he said, "Go fuck yourself." Is that what happened? Maybe.
1: Uh, I'm. My theory would be is that he took it and was probably too dumb to know what he took. And oh, so just, now you're saying he took something by accident? I'm saying he's a he committed a crime by accident. Yes, he took, some, <laughs> so he took
0: something by accident. He shouldn't have taken.
1: Well, and, you you wait, can't wait. accidentally take uh, state secrets. You know, it's still a crime. And once. Right, Once, but, but
0: right, but What you're telling
1: me is is what I've been saying. And well, I think would you would want to give those North. things back right away, wouldn't you? North, like there wouldn't be any, there wouldn't be any negotiation. North, North. Do, you state most, do you think most
0: Americans? You think most Americans are going to agree if this is the thing? If this is the big smoking gun that this should have happened to him for this?
1: No, I'm sure. I'm sure there's more to it. I'm just saying this is. Women's. Oh, there's more to
0: it. I see. So yeah. it's going to be, it's going to trickle out. Instead of Merrick Garland doing a press conference and saying. A, B, C, we raided a former president's home, not only a former president, but the guy that was probably the the, the top possibility of knocking Biden out in 2024, we raided his Mm, home because he had this, and this, and this, and this. Why not?
1: I mean, the FBI went after Hillary Clinton, so why shouldn't they go after, you know, people in power? The FBI didn't go after Hillary Clinton. They 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 didn't raid her home. I didn't say they raided her home. I said they went and investigated her. It was one of the major things that made her lose the election. The, um, what's his name? Comey look, came look, out with a big seen, press look, conference you like like the, a you week like before the, the elections. saying that investigating Hillary Clinton. was a terrible candidate. First of all, she was a shitty dude. Candidate. That's beside the point. You're no, listen, acting listen, like this is you're acting like wait. this is a unique but circumstance. They did not, and it's not.
0: raid her home. Who cares? It doesn't
1: home. well she didn't she didn't have nuclear secrets in her house, did oh, she? Yeah. They had to blow up secret. in a safe. Yes.
0: Trump has a nuclear secret. This is the Adam this is Doctor Strange love or how I learned to stop worrying and love Trump. Oh, this Dude, is a huge your thing. You're
1: dramatics don't this, change the facts.
0: A huge thing, North. Why if this is such a huge thing? Dude, this is what wait you do when you no, no. don't North, like facts. North, North, you start to if, like North become this is such become a huge like thing, dramatic this, about things. North, North, if this is such a huge thing, why didn't Merrick Garland go on TV and scream about this? Why didn't he say this is a huge I don't know. He had Maybe. To- No wait a
1: minute. Because He's a professional, and that's
0: not how he acts. A professional does his job, which is giving the American people who have the right to know why American people, the 74 million just voted for less than two years ago, and were prepared to vote for again, tell them why he did this. Now, you're making it sound like this is a huge thing. Nuclear secrets. Oh, my God. Nuclear ad, nuclear bombs, nuclear secrets. Oh, my God. Like it's a science fiction film. OK, like it's a science fiction film directed by Michael Bay. Why didn't he come out? He had that opportunity in the press conference and say we had to do this. We had to take this unprecedented step that we didn't take against Obama even though he had stuff we wanted Hillary Clinton with all of her fucking emails we didn't do it to her we're not raiding we're not raiding the home of Joe Biden or Hunter Biden even though we have videos of him doing something illegal north it's illegal to do c- to meth It's illegal to do coke. It's illegal to weigh cocaine and do videos of doing cocaine and snorting cocaine and taking prostitutes across state lines. It's illegal to do all of that. But they haven't raided his home. okay? this is just the son of a president. This isn't a former president. This is the son of a president. And they haven't even taken the steps of raiding his home when he's committing crimes on camera. You send me a YouTube link, go to YouTube. The FBI, the DOJ, Merrick Garland have all the evidence they need to raid Hunter Biden's home. They haven't done it, haven't arrested him, haven't charged him, haven't done anything. But if this is such a huge deal, if this is such a huge deal, why didn't Merrick Garland, when all the cameras were on him and everyone was watching, say, this was unprecedented. I understand why many people were upset about this. But this is why we had to do it. This huge thing about a document about a nuclear device that he took, we believe, by accident, because he's too stupid, as you say, to know the difference. God forbid, you know what Biden might take home by accident now with his cognitive issues? Should we raid his home for it? come on. The reason North why Merrick Garland didn't say that on television is because he'd be laughed off the television. The reporters would be up his ass in a second if he said that. Everyone watching would be either laughing or enraged. That's why he didn't say it. It's like saying, why didn't Merrick Garland go up there with his, with his pants off? Come on. This is ridiculous. But like I said, if this is true. No, if this is true. It's proving what I said, that they could never get him on anything big over the last six, seven years. So they are getting him on something. And North, you might be right about this. You might be right about this. They're trying to get him something on that's technically illegal, just like they got. Capone on things that were technically illegal although this is not even as illegal as income tax evasion that's really illegal but they wanted to get Capone on bigger things than that like you know 80 counts of murder and they couldn't do it so they're trying to get Trump on something that is technically pickyune to try to get him on anything to try to prove the last 6-7 years were not wasted All the money, all the media, all the everything that's gone into trying to take Trump down was worth it. And they finally done it. But let me tell you something. I hope it's exactly what you say, North. I hope that is the big smoking gun, because all that will mean is that Donald Trump will win again in 2024. All that means that his 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 base will be so enraged be so energized that there'll be even a bigger red tsunami in November. That's what it will mean. There will be independents. There might even be some Democrats who know what horseshit that is that switch over. We've already seen it in the initial polls that most Americans think this is bullshit. Even people don't like Trump. How it is emboldening the Republican base more than the Democrat base. How it's energizing Republicans and independents even more than Democrats. What does that tell you? Look, if it was something really big and important and not bullshit, Merrick Garland would have said it on TV as 30 million people watched. And he didn't for a reason. But North, thank you for the information that Merrick Garland didn't give us. I appreciate it. But once again, it just makes my point. It makes my point. It's not courageous to go out there. It's also not courageous to go out there and not say anything and then do a press release or a video on YouTube. Tell us what you got and take questions from people who are skeptical skeptical about what you got and what you did. If it's so, if you were standing behind what you got and what you did 100%, look, if I got Trump on something, or I got Biden on something, or I got Hunter on something, and I know I got him, and I know it's big, and I know I'm in the right, I'm going to broadcast it, man. I'm going to scream it from the mountaintops. I'm not going to, do a a press release or put something on YouTube that North can send to a guy who does a little podcast. Come on, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (sighs) Once again, when you say things like, yeah, the election was the election wasn't stolen. Trump, this is all done because of this. We have Dick Cheney coming out and doing ads talking about how Trump was such a scumbag and such a loser and such a a, not not a man, a small man for lying about the election being stolen and lying to his supporters. As though Dick Cheney and George Bush never lied to their supporters, never lied to the American public about things a lot bigger than the election. Yeah. Okay, North. Anyway, that's the point of the matter. You can have the opinion the election was stolen. You can have the opinion the election wasn't stolen. So what? So what? If, if people, if the left, if Democrats are so sure the election was totally 100% on the level, why would they care what some people in tinfoil hats said about the election? Why would they care what the loser said about the election? I want to remind you and everyone else that Stacey Abrams still to this day won't admit that the election she lost in in, in Georgia for governor was 100% on the level. She still has never conceded officially, by the way. And she has said many times that there were inconsistencies around Kemp's winning. Right. That Kemp was the secretary of state and he had control. How many times did Stacey Abrams say that? How many times did Stacey Abrams say that? Yet, have to, have the Democrats said anything about Stacey Abrams. They're letting her run again, aren't they? Have Democrats ever denounced Stacey Abrams for saying election was stolen when there's no proof it was stolen? Of course not, because this is the double standard. This is the hypocrisy. This is the hypocrisy that the Democrats have, that Donald Trump is not only wrong in saying his election was stolen, but it's, like I said, illegal that he's saying it. It's not illegal. It's not illegal to say, I think an election was stolen. There's nothing illegal about that. There's nothing that's disqualifying to run again for president or any office by saying election was stolen. It's an opinion. Donald Trump didn't have the power to stay in power. That's the whole bullshit around this. Oh, he was trying to stay in power. January 6th was going to make him stay in power. Of course not, because we have something called the Constitution, and it works perfectly most of the time. Unless the Democrats are breaking it, then they're allowed to. They're allowed to throw the Constitution in the toilet if they want. But as far as the election goes, he didn't – he wasn't (laughs) – Trump didn't stay in office one – day further than if he had admitted it was a loss. He didn't stay in office one minute further than if he had conceded that night of election night, in November of 2020. This is all made up nonsense. It's all, it's all over the top melodrama. So what? So some guy you don't like, with hair you don't like, screamed that his election was stolen when you believe it was legitimate So who cares? Now, here's the thing. If so many people thought that was so awful what he did, why not let him run again in 2024? And you can prove how many people hate him and how people don't want a so-called liar who says the election was stolen as president again. What are you afraid of? If it's so obvious he's a nutcase, if it's so obvious he tried to usurp the Constitution, then why would he win the election in 2024? Why would the majority of Americans vote for that? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And North, I see what you're saying about police dying. That was also a fake story. The guy getting hit over the head with the fucking fire extinguisher never happened, North. And the media pressed that for weeks and never admitted they were wrong. They just let it go away. Let it go into the atmosphere like they've done with everything else they've been wrong on. The only person that really died on January 6th was that woman who was shot, that Trump supporter who was shot by a police officer, an unarmed Trump supporter who was shot by a police officer because she stuck her head through a window. That's the only person who actually died and was killed on January 6th. Have they investigated that? Have they investigated that for five fucking seconds? Has the media investigated that or talked about it for five fucking seconds? No, of course not. Of course not. But you know there are people like north who believe anything they're fed by the media outlets they watch, whether it's CNN or MSNBC or up in Canada the CBC. They just they believe what they're fed. They believe what the majority of the journalists tell them. That's what they believe. That's what they believe. But once again, if all of this is so horrible, then Trump has no chance to be reelected, right? If it's so horrible, let him run in 2024, let him get destroyed and laugh in his fat fucking face. Why are the Democrats so afraid of that? Why are they not so secure that what he has done is so awful? That denying the election was fair is awful, that January 6th was awful. Why aren't they secure in believing? that the majority of the American people will vote against him in 2024. They're not. They're not secure. That's why they want to take him out with supposedly now some technicality about a document he didn't know he had about something nuclear, nuclear, as Bush would say, nuclear. It's nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. But there'll be more. There will be more. There'll be more, maybe there'll be more leaking, more YouTube videos that that North can send me because America doesn't have the courage, the balls to just say it in front of the cameras, in front of the reporters with millions of Americans watching. But I got to tell you something, if it's not anything more than what North just spoke about, the Democrats and Biden are finished, kaput. And once again, this is coming from someone who never voted for Donald Trump and doesn't even particularly like the guy. I'm telling you the reality. Democrats better hope it's more than that. I want to thank my caller, North. I want to thank everyone that has been listening. North, I take your call all the time. I let you speak. You're free to call again tomorrow. And if there's more, hey, North, if you get more information, you know, if you know stuff that Merrick Garland doesn't know, be sure to call in and tell me about it. This has been And Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. Thanks for listening. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. I'll see you tomorrow.